Hello and happy Sunday. Welcome back to Go Ask Sawyer. This is your host, Jamie, bringing you this idea today of what is success to you. Um, I listened to Giannis speak after the Bucks lost. No, I do not watch basketball um, or keep up with it, but I do pay attention and I listened to his talk about um, what failure is in sports or the idea that there is no failure in sports. And I've watched it a few times now. And it really got me thinking about what does success in life mean? And what does society tell us it means? But then as we look at ourselves, what does success look like for us? And have we, and I asked myself this too, have I really sat down and thought about what success looks like for me? Because once I'm able to really pinpoint what success looks like, I think my path might be a little bit clearer. So before we dive all the way into that, thank you just in general for all of you that have been listening. I think the audience is growing a little to 12, 13, but I just want to say thank you. I started this the beginning of February and I'm almost to my three-month mark of jumping into this podcast and starting it before I actually knew what I was doing. And so for those of you that have jumped along for the ride, I want you to ask yourself, what is something that you have been wanting to do that maybe you've been waiting for the perfect moment or the stars to align or that perfect person to show up or that perfect job to show up? Two weeks ago on the podcast, I 100% broke down and just talked about the stories in my head and how I felt stuck and maybe thought I was a failure because of a few bad one-star ratings, which yes, I, I, I want to be in the emotion that that is what I was feeling. But it was more of this negative story in my head that has lived there for quite some time, which I think is why the negative ratings triggered me so much. For a long time, I didn't really know who I was or I knew who I was, but I didn't know how to be that person. I was constantly trying to fit in with those around me. I was constantly trying to be the chameleon wherever we were. And I do love that part about myself. I feel like I can kind of fit into wherever I am, reading the room, knowing the audience, knowing the people around me. But am I bringing my true authentic self when I show up? And why do I have to be a chameleon depending on where I'm at? So I think for many years, that negative story just sat in my head that, and we'll go back to it, maybe you're not good enough. You jump into things too quickly. You don't think things through. And this is why. But when you flip that story around, how many people do you meet that really do try new things, that really do consistently reinvent themselves or fall down and get back up and fall down and get back up and fall down and get back up or who are terrified on the inside but don't let them stop themselves in life. So I really I'm working on that inner voice, that inner negative voice in my head that comes across whenever something doesn't look the way I think it should look. And I think that's something a lot of us have in our heads which again connects back to the idea of success. I am not 100% sure I know what success is going to look like in my life, but I do know how I want success to feel. And a few things 
I have learned to pinpoint is I am successful when I can show up as me and not try to hide any part of me. I am successful when I try new things outside of my comfort zone. It is really hard. I don't know if anyone has ever done something outside of their comfort zone. And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about maybe going to a city you've never been before, maybe traveling by yourself, maybe saying no when you normally say yes. Maybe you're in a group of friends and you never speak up about an issue and you decide to speak up about it. Maybe jumping out of an airplane, maybe signing up for something like dance class that you've never done, but you've always wanted to do. But for some reason in your head, you thought, well, in order to sign up for dance class, I have to be A, B, and C. But what would happen if you just signed up and showed up and started? So my success is really about trying new things. I love doing things outside of my comfort zone. I feel like it just adds to my life. It makes it a little bit brighter. It makes it a little bit fuller. And then I'm able to know what I really love and what I don't love. I also feel successful when two things. Number one, I don't stop. So even when I'm hitting roadblocks, even when I'm falling down, even when I don't feel like I'm actually doing what I wanted to be doing, if I continue to just get up and move, I feel successful. Another part of success, and this is what I'm working on this year, is when to know enough is enough. I really need, it used to be, I needed to see something all the way through completion and then I could take a different route. Like I used to not be able to put a book down if it wasn't good. I, I am that person that has to, even if a book is horrible, I need to read it from start to finish. But then I've met people who, if it's three chapters in, it's not going anywhere, they just put it down and walk away. And I think that's where I want to get to. If I start on a journey, let's say um, job, I just always come back to my job. Let's say job. And I've did it for a few years and I feel like I got everything out of it. Knowing the moment to say, okay, I have fulfilled what I needed to do and I'm going to go to the left or to the right. For some reason, even in relationships, I need something to explode in front of my face before I move. Even though throughout the relationship or job, I have felt those moments of, hey, this should be done or, hey, a conversation needs to be had. And so this year, I really want to work on listening to that little voice before something blows up. And that, to me, feels successful because then I'm trusting myself, I'm listening to my inner voice, and I'm acting on it. Do any of us in life feel like success is measured in money or things or your car or your house? And I definitely used to feel that way. Uh, my house, how much money I had, what I could do, my car. I felt like I was never successful because I wasn't where I thought I should be. Even though on the flip side, I had kids at a very young age, which I did not plan to have. I was very frustrated about that. I had my oldest, Tristan, when I was 22. I got married very, very young. And then I had a second and we had a great life together until I realized that I liked women. And I struggled with that and I was absolutely terrified and went to therapy and did all the, the things that you need to do to not, <laughs> as the world tells you, to not be gay or to not be this way. But And then it just became inev inevitable that this was who I was. And I think it was 30, at 30 years old, I kind of blew up my life. I quit my job. I was at Starbucks for 10 years. I got divorced. I started a relationship with a woman and I kept everything a secret. And so then I lived, 
a secret life for five or six years before I came out to my family. And that was really scary. All of that was scary. And I have to tell you, like looking back, thinking about what I went through, I'm like, wow, that takes a lot of courage to even do because once you're married, you stay married. Or if you get divorced, you should have a good reason. Or if you're brought up in a society where being gay is still not 100% acceptable, it's like I just kept going against the grain. And then again, I sat with the burden of feeling guilty that I ruined my kid's life because of the choices I made. And I sat with that guilt on my shoulders for so many years. But as I look back and think about that, I'm like, wow, that was successful in a different way that I was daring to live who I really truly was, even though I was worried I was going to lose people. I was worried I was going to lose my kids. I was worried I was going to lose family members. And yet I still went that way because I just knew I couldn't live any other way. So that was successful. And then I went back to school mid-30s after I had a bachelor's degree, but I went back to get my teaching certification and I became a teacher at 30-something, mid-30s. I'll be in education eight years this year. I don't want to do math. Anyways, but I went back to school to get my teaching certification and then I continued on to get my master's and I fulfilled this lifelong dream of being a teacher. And I know I've talked in the podcast a couple times now about is this really what I want? But either way, I went back to school, got the degree and started a career that I had wanted to do forever. So once again, I'm starting over and I have loved every minute of being in the classroom. It's just education is really hard. And now I'm in a, in a point where I'm trying to decide, do I stay in education? Do I move up into a different role? Or is it time to move into something different? Was this job meant to teach me something else? I do think something about customer service, helping people, I'm really, really good at. So that's why I feel like whether it's personal training, Starbucks, teaching, I feel like I'm good at connecting to people. So I'm definitely finding and being in places and positions that fill me up and that I happen to be very good at. So although for a long time I looked at my life like, and I don't want to say I've failed, but sometimes I looked at my life like, wow, I've I've failed because I'm early 40s and not married and still just doing it by myself here with a few relationships that just didn't work. But am I really successful because I have not wanted to settle? Maybe success for me is not settling, not saying, well, this is good enough because I want great. And I'm not saying like any of the jobs or any of the people I have been with or have um, the relationships with have not been great, but also just knowing along the way their lessons that have taught me. People, you know, you read those quotes all the time that people come into your life for seasons And it's always taken me such a long time to realize that because I feel like once you're in my life, you're just in there forever. And if our relationship doesn't work, I have failed. Now, wherever that story has come in to my life, I do not know. But my therapist and I are working on it because not everything is about me, my control, and what I have done. Some things are just supposed to be done in that way. So here I am still living my life, trying something new, starting a podcast that I don't, again, I've said it before, I don't know what I'm doing. I've gotten back into my writing. And today I was at a church. I went to church with my mom and the pastor had talked about when God kind of gives you everything you've asked for and you're finally sitting in this moment of like, wow, 
I can't believe all of this is mine or I'm here. I can't believe I've done this. And it's usually in those quiet moments that you start to see and realize either one, how blessed you are, or two, other areas of your life that are not blessed. And I'm looking around my life right now thinking I am truly blessed. Like in general, I am successful. I have a place to live. I have a car. My boys are amazing and they're doing things. I have a great group of positive friends that lift me up and support this podcast and any crazy ideas that I have. I have a job that I can go to every day that I'm good at. I am successful. But I also feel like that's why I have felt stuck when I talked in that podcast because I feel like in these moments where I'm, it's almost like I'm thinking, okay, now I can rest. You're starting to see areas of your life that need attention, areas of my life that might need to be revamped, might need to be looked at. Uh, Jamie sent me a Mel Robbins clip, and I just love Mel Robbins, about this woman who was going to shoot her shot. And I, I say that like, I'm going to shoot my shot either with a person or a thing. But Mel Robbins was talking about the people that are the most successful never stop shooting their shot. Sometimes I think I'm a one and done. Like, well, that didn't work out the way I wanted it. So now I'm going to go over here and try something else. Instead of saying, no, I'm just going to keep, I'm going to keep showing up. I'm going to keep shooting my shot. I'm going to keep doing what I love. I'm going to keep doing whatever I am that's bringing me happiness because maybe under all of this, my success is also just what brings me joy and happiness. My brother and his wife just got back from um, Maldives. I'm going to say it wrong. They got back from a beautiful vacation, period. And my brother said, you should go with someone. And I was like, why? I can go by myself. And his wife, Cheryl, said, Jamie, you'd probably have a great time by yourself. That's also successful to me although I would love to have someone to go with, it feels successful when I feel so content being alone. So as I created this podcast this morning, I really thought about how do I measure success? How do other people measure success? And I think, you know, money is usually on top or the career that you have is right there. And then the house and the car and what your family is doing. But I think for me, success I'm successful when I never stop pushing. I'm successful when I am saying yes to myself. I am successful when I am validating myself. And just like in in sports, when Yana said there's no failure in sports, there's really no failure in life. There's just lessons. You have to learn a job isn't for you. You have to learn a relationship isn't for you. And if you view it as a failure, that's such a negative connotation. That's just going to sit on you for so long. Sometimes standing at the edge of something absolutely terrifying and doing it anyway is the success. And I'm not saying your whole life needs to be terrifying, but just think about how alive you feel when you try something new, going to that party of that new friend where you're like, I'm not going to know anybody. Oh my gosh. I do hate going places where I don't know anybody and I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I'm telling you, if you guys ever see me a place and I don't know people, inside I am just screaming. But I come home and realize, oh, okay, that wasn't even that bad. And maybe I met some new people or had a new experience or went someplace I have never gone before. That to me is success. Is success having thousands of people show up for you? Maybe. When I think of superstars and sports players, athletes will say, (laughs) superstars, athletes, however you want to categorize that. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people show up for them and buy their stuff. 
And maybe that to them is success. But what about those of us who don't have thousands of us showing up? How are you going to measure your success? What is your why? What is your reason for doing what you're doing? What does success look like? And then if you don't get the success, what are you going to do? When I first started this podcast, Amy had asked, what if you do one season of it and no one listens? What if you do one season and it's a flop or you decide this is just not for me? And that was back in January. And I very happily said, oh, well, then I'll just stop and I'm just going to feel good that I started something brand new once again and that's it. Yet two weeks ago, I was just sad about reviews. Maybe I was sad because I want this to be something bigger than it isn't quite yet. So figure out what success looks like to you and make sure you write that down and make sure you write down the feelings that come with it because at the end of the day, yeah, success just comes to people, but very, very rarely do you hear someone that is like, yep, I started this and it was successful. It's usually people who are like, I did this for years and then one day it was successful. I was a chef for years and one day I was discovered. I was a singer for years and one day someone finally saw me. How are you going to keep going when you don't you don't feel successful? How are you going to keep going when you feel like you're failing? And what does failing mean to you? Maybe just take that out of your vocabulary. What are you going to do when the expectations you set for yourself are not what you thought? Because if you can't keep yourself going, it does not matter how many people are following you or expect the most from you or whatever it is that you view success as. If you can't keep yourself going, the passion is not going to be there. The want is not going to be there. And at the end of the day, it's really just you against you. So whether you're different now from in your 20s, your 30s, whether you feel like reinventing yourself, moving, trying something new, stopping something, starting something, what does success look like? The money can always go away. The car can always go away. The house can always go away. I think we all know this. What would feel successful that no one can take from you? Again, I appreciate you all listening. I hope you have a beautiful Sunday. Go out into the week and be kind. And if you can't be kind, ask for forgiveness and move on.